0: We'll Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Knucklehead Podcast. Welcome to episode number eight of the show. Got some motorhead for you for this week to get you off to the really, really good start. That's that good shit right there. Man, I was this close like this, 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 this close one time. You can't see my fingers, but they're very close together of meeting Lemmy, meeting him one on one. Uh, man, what a fucking fucked up situation that was, you know, you leave it up to a drunk friend to really fuck it up for you. That's what happened that evening, <laughs> but maybe that's another story for another day. But again, thank you guys for joining us on the program this week. I'm uh, really good talking to some of you guys after last week's show. Good to see that there's a lot of like-minded individuals out there that, uh, you know, are not too keen on the whole entitlement aspect of this world. And uh, it was really cool to shoot the shit back and forth with some of you guys about that specific topic uh, this past week. So I I appreciate you guys giving me the feedback and and being open to a a very candid conversation, if you will. Um, So again, if you guys got anything out of last week's episode or any of the episodes for that matter, the best thing you can do to support the show is to help spread the word. Um, And you can do that a variety of different ways. Uh, One way would be to leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, Just go on over there. Even if you don't listen um, on iTunes, if you got an iPhone or fucking, you could probably do it even if you don't have an iPhone. See, if you guys don't know this about me, I am the fucking most um, non-technically advanced motherfucker in the world. (laughs) Well, maybe that's stretching it, but I am very technically illiterate and I am, I am proud to say that. So, But if you go to iTunes, leave a review, uh, preferably five stars if you see that's fit um, and, and write a little just uh, a little write up there. It doesn't have to be anything long as to why you enjoy the show or why people should watch or I'm sorry, listen. Um, that really does help get more eyeballs or ears, I guess you should say, um, on the show and help spread the word. Um, another way you can help support the program is to share on social media. So if you see our posts throughout the week, um, go ahead and give us a like comment that helps as well. Um, and definitely screenshot and share tag us, um, on there so we can see it. So we can continue to help spread the word, uh, tag myself at Dom Vitali or the, the show itself at knucklehead podcast. I love, I love seeing, um, those come through and some of you guys are really awesome about adding a little quote or two, um, to that screenshot that really sticks out to you. And I think that's super awesome because that, that shows that you're actively listening to the show. Um, and you're definitely getting something out of it. So we'll keep spreading the word, man. Like I said, we're trying to to grow this community of winners. And I can't say that enough because the people that I, I want listening to this show and the people that I expect that listen to this show want to win in life. You're not listening to the show if you're a fucking loser or you want to be a loser. Uh, maybe some of us are a little bit further along than others. Uh, but if, if you're, again, if you're listening to this program, you're listening to it for the right reason, and that is to improve yourself in one way, shape, or form. So hopefully we give you something, some kind of tool to get you to the next level, whatever that means or whatever that is to you. So thank you again for the continued support in, in, in spreading the word in the show. Um, it doesn't go unnoticed, and we can't do this without you guys. So, um, But episode eight this week, I figured this week I would share a little bit of a story with you or, or an experience um, as far as kind of what it's like at our training facility. Um, and I wanted to wait until this week to share that with you guys. Um, mainly because we just got done with a, with an evaluation and evaluation week is always super, super special for our students and our staff at the training center. Um, and you know, it it was something that we set out in the beginning Uh, To create an evaluation or an evaluation process, because we have a series of them as time goes on for our students. Uh, But we wanted to set them pretty much as like you know thresholds or benchmarks or kind of tent poles for them to kind of see where they're at throughout the course of their progression and and as far as their training goes. But I don't think myself or my business partner John had any had you know in mind the immense deep impact it was going to have on our students going through this process. It it actually turned out to be so much more worthwhile than we had even imagined when we were coming up with the concept of this curriculum and and the concept of the training center itself. Um, so just to kind of give you an idea. Um, so anyone that comes to the door brand new, that hasn't ever trained in our capacity. And and again, hear me out on this. If you're not a wrestling fan, it's totally okay. This applies to everything that you don't have to even give a fuck about wrestling. I fuck. I have I don't give a fuck about wrestling half the time, um, but this this will give you some insight as far as the character of our students and the and the the culture of our training center and what we're trying to do there. Um, but you know anyone that comes to the door, unexperienced or, or minimal experience for that matter, they have to go. The first six weeks is you know pretty intense, um, and our students have to earn their right to even step foot in the wrestling ring it's itself. So they go through a very rigorous six weeks of physical conditioning training all on the outside of the ring while pretty much while their classmates are in, are in there doing their thing right in front of them. I mean, yeah, that's a little bit strategic as well. Uh, but our, our, we don't want to just give anyone a fucking free pass. And that's, again, if we want to go back to the whole entitlement thing, I think that's been pretty prevalent, not only in in the wrestling industry, but all over the place, like people are getting a, uh, you know, a free pass or given access to the shortcut or anything like that, or things like that, I should say. And that was never our intent. Our intent was going to be everything that our guys and girls get, it's going to be earned. So they have to earn their way to something as simple as walking through the ropes and stepping foot in the wrestling ring. You know, we, not just anybody has the privilege to do that. Um, And again, it's all done for a reason. Now that, that six weeks on the outside, not only is, you know, it could be a little bit nerve wracking because you're looking at your fellow classmates being in, in that ring, what you want to do, what you signed up for in the first place. But now you have to be essentially physically and mentally broken down over a six week period. And that's strategic as well because we've had plenty of people start with us and not make it through that first six weeks, whether they couldn't handle it physically or whether they couldn't handle it mentally. Usually when they fucking quit, we don't get an explanation as to why. They just stop fucking showing up. And I always laugh at that because I always tell our guys and girls from day one, we are training you to reach the highest level in this sport. And what that tells me is that When someone can't make it through six weeks, less than six weeks for that matter, of a physical conditioning training, what makes that fucking person think that they would survive at the highest level when millions of dollars are invested in you and when stress levels are at their all time high for you? What makes you think you're going to survive in that fucking atmosphere when you can't get through fucking six weeks of just pushing yourself physically and mentally in a fucking warehouse in the middle of Arizona? What The, the fucking audacity of someone to think that is a complete slap in the fucking face to guys like me, and there's plenty of others out there that have given literal blood, sweat, and tears for this sport over the years and have sacrificed and have lost a lot for it. For some fucking jamoke to come through and and think that, you know, they're going to reach the fucking top when they can't do the bare minimum. Get the fuck out of here. But those are the type of people we don't want, and we're glad when they leave. Because like I've always said before, I'll never take someone's money just to take their fucking money. That's never sat well with me. I've been places like that and the quality is shit because of that. I'm not looking at turning out fucking shit quality. I'm looking at turning out top quality, not only top quality wrestlers, top quality people. That's in our fucking mission statement. Not only do we want to create better wrestlers, we want to create great people. That's one of our objectives as a training center. It's not only to give you the fucking skills and the tools that you're gonna need to succeed in the world of wrestling. No, 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 it's fucking far more than that. It surpasses that incredibly. We are giving you the tools that you will need to succeed in life. You can take what you learn with us And apply it to your everyday personal life. Throw the wrestling fucking shit out the window. If someday you wake up and you think, you know, five years down the line, you say, you know what? I'm sick of this wrestling thing. I don't want to fucking do it anymore. I want to focus my attention and my efforts on something else. You will still be able to utilize the tools that we provided you that you learned under our wing. You will be able to apply those in whatever quest that you take on after this. That is us doing our part to ensure great people. We create good people. We create, you know, again, good communities. We create good families. We create a good country. It, it just, it, it builds upon itself. So our guys went through this, this six-week evaluation period and the best part of the evaluation week and the most special part for me is at the end of the evaluation when, I, when, I, when they all are allowed to get into the ring and sit down and I, we, I pretty much discuss with them as a group, their results and how they did. And it's always a very nerve wracking situation for those guys because it's make or break time. They want to, they want more than anything to pass that evaluation so they can finally step inside of the ring and actually learn the, the, the tools of the trade, you know, learn, the, learn and perfect the craft that they've been dreaming, dreaming about since they were probably a little kid. And I'm the fucking gatekeeper at that. I hold the keys to the kingdom. I say whether they move on or not. But it's not so much that I say whether they move on or not. They have to do the work that allows me to make an informed decision as to whether or not they move on or not. It doesn't solely lie on me. It lies on their heads and the, the effort that they put in during that six weeks. And if it was enough to, for me to give the thumbs up and say, you're moving on. And it could be a very emotional process. And I know that may sound a little hokey and weird to some of you guys out there. And it caught me the fuck off guard when we did our, you know, our first evaluation and then our second and then our third all these different classes. And I realized we were onto something special because it never fails. In every single six week evaluation that we do, one of these grown men, one of these mentally and physically tough men break down in tears because of what they accomplished. It never fails. And I am not knocking that whatsoever. If anything, that is proof positive that those men and women have finally earned something in their life. It is something that cannot be taken away from them. It is something that they wholeheartedly gave everything of themselves to, to ensure that they would get that thumbs up, that they would get that t-shirt handed to them, their jersey, so to speak, and now be officially a part of the team. And they would do anything that it takes to, to get to that point. They all say that. The ones that stick around actually do it. The ones that don't obviously didn't and it never fails. And it happened again this past, this past week, you know, guys in, in literal tears because in, in absolute joy and triumph because they did it and I never shy away from that fact. I always, you know, press that point home that you guys are doing so much more than so many other people out there that are are quote unquote ahead of you in this game. Because I assure you all that, that are listening to this program, my group works harder than anybody. That is the standard that I set. And I have to match that as well. I have to work just as hard, you know, to, to my capabilities to show them to lead by example. That if I'm doing it, I surely expect you to fucking do it. And I, and I want those guys to be fucking proud of what they're doing. And they see it. They see the competition out there. And I use that term competition very, very loosely. But they see their peers out there not even fucking sniffing the amount of effort and hard work that they're doing. And you know what? It's very interesting because every single time, every single time you get guys and girls that come into our school and that may know some of the other people that are doing this thing and, you know, you know, locally or, or you know, throughout the United States and things like that. And they're a very happy-go-lucky chipper, like, oh, you know that, I know this guy, and I, this. I look up to that guy, and, and, and that's fine, and everything is cool. But as the weeks go on, and they realize just how hard they're working, and they can feel it both in their fucking mind and then in their soul, and in their bodies for that matter. Then their fucking, their brains start to open up and their eyes start to open up and they become more perceptive after a certain amount of time. And they start looking at those people that they saw as their peers or those people that they looked up to. And for the vast majority, when they see a lot of those people now, they see them through a different lens. They start seeing that they are not doing what they are doing. They are seeing that they have not done what they are doing. And then there's a little bit of a a resentment that that kicks in. And it's not a bad resentment. Because what it does is, for our students, it creates a positive chip on their shoulder. A chip on their shoulder in the aspect where it says, wait a second, wait a second. If I'm working this hard, and it's obvious that these other fucking people out here that have spots that I eventually want to be in are not working in not even in the fucking same stratosphere as far as effort goes as we are what makes them fucking think they're any better than me what makes them think that they deserve more than fucking me and you could see it every single time i can see the fucking switch go off these these guys and girls brains and they get fucking pissed And like no fuck that shit we're setting a fucking standard here we're trying to be as best as we possibly can so when people hear that we're pro wrestlers, they don't fucking laugh at us like they do most of the time. We want them to be you know, proud of what we're doing or intrigued by what we're doing or intimidated by what we're doing, not fucking laughed and scoffed at. And it's one of the most fulfilling things for me as a trainer to see that light bulb go off or that switch go off and then turn into fucking happy-go-lucky to certified fucking killers headhunters if you will and i'm not saying that you know my guys and girls are going to try to go out there and hurt people and you know keep people from eating and stuff like that no it's now that they they've they've decided to turn it up another notch and what that means is they are going to work even harder to prove that the way they train is the right way to train Because there is an easy way and there's a fucking hard way. And truth be told, to be as transparent as possible, our way is the hard way. When you train with us, it is the fucking hard way. But it's the hard way for a reason. It's the hard way so we can make you physically tougher. So we can make you mentally tougher. So we can instill in you the ultimate sense of pride in what you are doing and what you are representing. There is no growth in the easy way. Anyone can do the fucking easy way or take the shortcut. Anybody can do that. It does not make you special. It does not make you stand out. It doesn't even make you worth a fuck to be quite honest. It's what you do when the hard pathway is the the only way you can take. Or not even the only way to take it. The, it's the option you could take. Because believe me, trust me on this when I tell you, there there are other options at our, our facility out there. And there are people that actually look at the two and, and look at ours and say, wow, that one seems really hard. I don't want to go to that one. And to be honest with you, I'm glad they say that. And I'm glad they decide to go somewhere else because they would not survive in our fucking world. They wouldn't fucking make it past two, three weeks tops. If that, because they don't have it upstairs, they don't have it in their mind. They don't know how to fucking do that. And that could be for a variety of reasons. That could be that they've been given fucking things handed to them to them their entire life. That could be that they're completely fucking delusional as to what it is that we do or a variety of other things. But if, if anything, That makes me want to step on the fucking neck of those people if they ever cross my path in my industry, because they took the shortcut. They took the easy way. Me and my guys, we did not. We took the hard way, which makes us tougher, which makes us stronger, which makes us more built to last. Unlike them who always, and I assure you guys, people like that in any fucking realm, whatever you do for a living, the people that take the easy way out or take the shortcut never last for the long haul. They may stick around. They may physically be around, but they don't ever progress. They're just filling a spot. They're a placeholder. And I don't want any of my guys that I'm working with to be just a fucking placeholder. I want my guys to be the measuring stick. I want my guys to be the ones that stand out for what they actually fucking do or what they're capable of. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for, you know, just another fucking, you know, spoke on the wheel type of shit. There's plenty of those fucking losers out there and that's what they are. And maybe that's a little bit harsh, but I don't give a fuck. But anyone that takes the easy way, Purposefully to avoid the hard way is a fucking loser because they're going to lose in this aspect. And I sure as fuck guarantee that they're fucking losing in life as well. The hard way builds character. The hard way, those, those hard times build fucking strong individuals. And that is so lost on so many people. And I, if anything, I want you all to understand that is that to not shy away from the hard way. Don't shy away from the difficult decisions. Sometimes we are given the option. We can choose the easy way or the hard way, but sometimes we're not given that luxury. Sometimes we, it's the fucking hard way, whether you like it or fucking not. But just because you you have to go down the hard way path, especially if it's forced, doesn't mean you're going to get anything from it. Because even the hard way, you can fucking coast on by and get zero growth from it. The winners, the fucking true winners, when they're when they're pointed down the hard way or the, the hard road, they embrace that fucking challenge. And they are ready to fight tooth and nail during that challenge to figure out what it is that they need to do to beat the fucking odds, whatever it is that they need to do to strive in that situation. And they know, or I would hope they would know, that the hard way is riddled with fucking roadblocks and stumbles and falls and fucking face in the dirt type moments. It is going to happen. But when you get out on the other end, when you own all those speed bumps, when you embrace the scars on your face, when you are able to dust the fucking dirt off, you become better after that. But there's people out there that can't anticipate that happening, knowing, oh, this could hurt. This could make me uncomfortable. This isn't gonna be easy. And what do those people do? They completely avoid those situations or those feelings and go the other route. Because they are fucking cowards. Because they are born losers. If you want to thrive, if you want to get to the next level in whatever it is that you do, you have to be willing to fucking lose. You have to be willing to get kicked in the fucking nuts. You have to be willing to be able to to know that you will feel like absolute shit at some point. You have to be able to understand that there will be times when you want to fucking quit on yourself altogether and just say, fuck this, I'm done. But the key is to not fucking throw the towel in. The key is to not avoid the negative feeling. The key is to not shy away from the fucking pain. The key is to embrace the struggle, embrace the fucking pain. Because there is strength through struggle. That's where it comes from. Every aspect in life, the way to improve, the way to get stronger is to fucking fail first and then win. And there are people out there that are naive enough to believe that they can reach the peak or reach the pinnacle or reach their ultimate goal out there And do it while while being unscathed. And that is some of the most delusional shit I have ever heard or have ever seen. Those people are lying to themselves. Those people are trying to, to soften the story or switch the narrative to better benefit them or their feelings. See, the the easy way is the status quo, you guys. Regular, normal people love the easy way. It's a crowded path. There's so many people that take it. But it takes somebody special. It takes someone that's wired a little different inside to be ready, willing, and able to say, fuck all that easy shit. Fuck all that noise over there with all you guys that are just settling for the bare minimum. That's why it's so crowded over there. Because y'all are settling. And when you settle, that's the easy way out. It doesn't make any of you special. Anyone could just slide right on in there and do what you're doing. And I don't want any fucking part of that. I actually want to be able to look in the mirror in the morning and say, you know what, you're fucking doing something. I want to be able to look in the mirror and be proud of what's looking back at me. And maybe I'm not at the point I want to be yet, but at least I can look back at myself in the mirror and say, "You know what? You're fucking doing it. You're doing it the right way. You're doing it in a way that you know you will grow. While everyone else is fucking avoiding that because they're too much of a fucking bitch to do it." Big fan, I'm a big fan of the of the bitch voice. Not a, not, a, not not in terms of like doing what the bitch voice says. But if you guys know what that is, it's that little, and I I don't take credit for this, but it's that little voice in your head that tries to talk you out of all the hard shit. That's the bitch voice. Not even the hard shit. The bitch voice is the thing that tells you in the morning, you don't got to go to the gym today. That's the bitch, that's the bitch voice. And people love listening to that shit. But that is not an option in my training center. You don't have the fucking option or the luxury to listen to your bitch voice when you fucking roll with me and my crew. Some of that uh, don't get me wrong. I'm sure at some point some of my students have listened to it and maybe skipped the day of class or skipped the workout or things like that. But I assure you, if you compound that and listen to that bitch voice too much, it will catch up with you because the other guys that don't listen to the bitch voice are going to keep working and are going to keep striving and are going to keep fucking thriving and they will not wait for you. So the incentive is to not listen to the bitch voices. So you don't want to fall behind. You don't want your, your, your teammates surpassing you because you're not doing your part. There's nothing wrong with internal competition. And I talked about this, I think last week or so on my Instagram page. Regular competition, for me, I don't give a fuck what my competition is doing. I don't give a shit. I'm oblivious to what my competition is doing. I don't fucking pay attention to what they're doing because if anything, that just fucking sucks my lifeblood out of me. That sucks the energy right out of me if I'm consumed with what other people are doing. I don't give a fuck what they're doing. And I get people all the time that try try to point that out. Yo, did you see this, man? Did you see what these guys are doing? And my answer is always the same. It's no, I didn't see that because I don't give a fuck what they're doing. They could be killing it. They could be crushing it. Or they could be sucking a big fat dick, which most of them do. And I don't give a fuck. Because what they do plays no fucking part in what I do or what I'm doing. I don't want to give them that fucking energy. I don't want to give them any of my mental fucking space by worrying. Or being consumed with what my competition is doing. I want to use that fucking energy and point it inward. I want to use that energy inside of me to fucking fire me up. To keep me fucking disciplined. And to keep me harder at work. To continue to do what I'm doing. To get better in every facet of my life. Every single fucking day. Because if I do that. I know if I do that. It doesn't matter what my fucking competition is doing because they will not be able to fucking keep up with me. They will not be able to match me and my output. I am not in control of what they are doing. I am not in control about what my competition is producing or outputting. I have no fucking say in it and I have no fucking capacity for it because it's irrelevant to me. The only thing that I have control over is me and my input and my output and what I'm producing. So fuck me. I'm just going to focus on that. Who fucking knew? External competition is fucking irrelevant. If you're doing your part, if you are truly doing what you need to do. They always say, you hear that, sh- that term all the time, the cream always rises to the top. And that term is so fucking cliche, but God damn it, you guys, that tr- fucking term is so fucking true. If you are doing your shit to the best of your fucking ability, giving it everything you fucking have, being diligent about it, being disciplined about it, being true to your fucking self about it, sooner or later... It will pay off for you. It may not pay off in the way that you're thinking right now that you want it to pay off. But it will pay off at least in some other way. Because the fucking cream always rises to the top. It's as simple as that. Like I tell my guys, don't fucking worry about that shit. Do you. Fucking train your fucking asses off. Be fucking fundamentally sound. Be highly skilled because sooner or later, you guys, the bell rings and you gotta fucking do this. And if you're the fucking shit at this, like our fucking guys are, when you get in the ring with someone else that doesn't fucking do what we do or isn't trained the way like we trained or isn't as disciplined as the way we are or doesn't have the fucking fire inside that we are, you will fucking annihilate that motherfucker. It'll be night and day. Everyone will be able to see that you are head and shoulders above that fucking worthless piece of shit. And I say worthless piece of shit. I just mean in that regard. I don't mean like they're worthless piece of shit human. That's not what I'm saying. I don't know those people, people like that. So I can't, I can't, I can't make that judgment, but but uh, but the point I'm trying to make is the cream will rise. If you do your part, if you're true to the fucking game and do your part, you can't deny that. That can never be fucking frowned upon. That can never be shut down. That can never be avoided. It just fucking stands out and rings true. The ones that fucking do this shit. And again, for any of you guys in whatever it is that you do, whatever your fucking passion is, whatever it is that, that, that area that you want to, you want to, you know, take the next step in that you want to bump up. You want to level the fuck up. If you're doing it that way, don't worry about your fucking competition. I tell my guys, if anything, the only competition you you need to even consider is internal competition. And that's two things. That's one of two things for our guys. It's their fellow teammates. That's your competition. You should be striving to be better than the guy at a level above you. And in turn, that guy should be should be fucking avoiding having you catch him because now not only is he competing with the level above him he's competing with the level below him because he can't let you take his spot and we have friendly competition at our program our guys are pushing each other to fucking be better every single day and they'll tell each other yo i'm coming for your spot motherfucker and it's all love because if one of us wins we all win but here's the thing. We all want to fucking win. None of us want to lose. But with that mentality, it pushes our guys to be better every single day. We got day one guys coming in saying, I'm coming for you. And that's the shit I fucking love. Those are the motherfuckers I want there. I want guys that that want to fucking win. I want guys that are chomping at the bit to fucking snuff someone the fuck out. I'm big on that. I'm big on the killer instinct. I don't believe in being ashamed of winning. If anything, you should be proud of being a winner. You should be proud of being better than everybody else because you were willing to do all those things that somebody else was not or could not do. You were willing to take the hard route. They took the easy route. You fucking did it. You should be able to stand there with your fucking chest puffed out and your chin up in the air and say, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. I'm the shit. And you're not, you can't hang with me. And again, it doesn't mean you have to be ill spirited or ill willed towards those other people, but you damn sure better be taking some fucking pride in what you do and what you have done because there is nothing wrong with that. And people will try to shed this light on that type of personality or, or put it in, you know, put, tuck it away to the darkness and saying, you know, that's inappropriate. That's not polite. That, that's not all-inclusive. You goddamn right it's not all-inclusive because half you motherfuckers are too pussy to do what I did. This game isn't for everybody. There's nothing in the rule book of life that says that you gotta take it easy on everybody else because they're not willing to do what you do It doesn't say that anywhere. So if I have the fucking skills, if I have the heart, if I have the ability, if I have the fucking brains and the mental capacity to outwork and outshine somebody else, you fucking goddamn right I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it fucking seven days a week. Every single fucking time. And I got no problem stepping on someone's fucking neck to do it. It's a dog eat fucking dog world. Only the strong survive. It's as simple as that. But you say that now and you get chastised. Well, what do you mean? No, 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 no. Everyone doesn't need to be strong. Not everyone doesn't need to be strong. That's true, but everyone should be strong. We'd be a lot better off if everyone was strong. But no, now we're putting a focus on, on people being weak. We're putting pe- the people's weaknesses on a pedestal and trying to, to make that the norm trying to make the, make it normal to be weak, both mentally and physically. I get that there are people that are mentally weak, but that doesn't mean that's got to be the case. That doesn't mean we can't do whatever it is that we need to do to fucking build up that brain and build up that mind and build up those emotions to be able to control them and utilize them to our advantage to become mentally strong. No, people are are accepting the fact that they're mentally weak and saying, well, we're, this is just who we are and everyone should placate to us. Sorry, motherfucker. I'm not leveling down for you because I've been mentally weak. I still am at times mentally weak, but I battled it too. I battled the alcoholism. I battled the fucking, the depression. Do you think I was like, guys, could you, would you mind just, you know, taking it easy on me? Because you know, I got a little bit of a drinking problem and I'm a little depressed over here. Could you guys take it easy on me? Hey, life, would you not be so hard on me? Fuck no. That's fucking stupid. So what did I do? Realize, because I'm fucking not dumb, and realized, you know what? Life doesn't give a fuck if I got a drinking problem. Life doesn't give a fuck if I'm, if I'm depressed. It doesn't give a shit. Life is going to keep doing what it does. What do I have to do? What's, what's on, what's, what's in my court now? What can I control? I figured it out. I got to be the one that takes care of me. I got to be the one that's got to be stronger than my weakness. I have a drinking problem. I need to beat my drinking problem. I have depression. I need to beat my depression and be able to fucking deal and cope with different situations. So you know what I did, you guys? I did this crazy thing. I put in the fucking work on those things and I actually did it. I was able to fucking battle and I am currently beating my alcohol addiction 13 years sober and fucking going strong with no intentions on fucking looking back. Although, don't get me twisted, I understand I could fall back in at any point, but I do what I need to do to ensure my sobriety, to ensure my mental toughness. The depression, I battle that and I fucking beat that. And it's extremely fucking rare where those thoughts come over me anymore. Because now I have built up the mental strength to deal with those types of situations. I now have the tools in my proverbial toolbox to deal with depressive type situations if they do arise. I know when those feelings are coming and I know how to cope and deal with them through fucking trial and error and taking the hard way to figure it out. You see how that all fucking works? comes back to competition. I, we, we got the internal competition with the guys, but you always are going to have the best competition right by you. And that's internal competition. That's competing with yourself. Competing with yourself means more than anything. Because you know what you're made of. You know what you're capable of. You know what your capacity is. And I, I urge you all, I beg you all, to challenge yourself every day. Challenge that, that competition who is you. Challenge yourself every day to be just fucking 1% better than you were yesterday. It sounds so small. It sounds so minute. It sounds even insignificant, if you will. But I assure you, if you can stack up day after day after day after day after week after week after month after month of being a better version of you, 1% more every single day, sooner or later, this world is dealing with a fucking killer. Sooner or later, this world will now be dealing with almost the best version of you We're at, or at least the best version of you for that day. We should always be strong internally competing with ourselves. I am. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And some people will ridicule that and say, well, you know, it's unrealistic to think we're going to be perfect. Yeah, no shit. I'm not saying be perfect because that's fucking stupid. Nobody's perfect. But there is nothing wrong with wanting to be better. There is nothing wrong with wanting to be smarter. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be stronger. Nothing wrong with wanting to be tougher. Nothing wrong with wanting to be better prepared. It's all these little things. So don't shy away from competing with yourself. You know, you could call yourself on your shit. You know, you wake up on, uh, on a Monday, you know what you did yesterday. Was it your best? Yes or no. If it was, then you got a fucking bigger threshold to cross. If it wasn't, you need to get to work. And in, in both, both instances, you need to get to work. You got but you you gotta understand, you guys, this has got to be a regular thing for you. This has to be something that you're willing to do every single day, especially if you want to get somewhere or get something that is out of reach right now for you. And again, that could that's it's so unique to everybody. So everybody listening to this show right now. We all don't want the same exact thing. You know, we talk about success. You know, one person's idea of what success is, is could be completely different than another person's version of what success is. And that doesn't make one of them right or wrong. You're the only one that can dictate or determine what success is for you. I can't tell you that. But what I can tell you is that if you do these things that we talk about on the show every, every week, you'll fucking get there sooner or later you will get there or to a semblance of that that success that you're looking for and again that could be it could be i want to be a wrestler it could be i want the fucking ultimate promotion at my job it could be i want a whole new job it could be i want to be a better parent i want to be a better fucking girlfriend boyfriend whatever it could be any of those things any of that stuff but the only way to to ensure that you get those things is you have to be consistent and you have to be disciplined and diligent to do your best every single day. Do we fuck up? Do we flub? Of course we do. Do we have bad days? Of course we do. But what do you do after the bad day? Do you have, do you, are you one of those people that goes, well, I, yesterday was a wash might as well fucking not do anything today, too. You know, if I fucking fucked up yesterday, What's today. If that's your way of thinking, you need to change that shit right now. Because sooner or later, you fucked up for a week. And sooner or later, you fucked up for a month. And sooner or later, you are back at fucking negative square one. You are, you are back even further. So you got to lose that fucking line of thinking real, real quick but it's okay to have a bad day. Like that happens to everybody. Even me, I have fucking bad days. I would love to sit here and fucking preach to you guys how my life is perfect and nothing ever fucks up for me. And I I feel happy, go lucky fucking 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's just not fucking reality. But what I'm mindful of to make sure is that when I do have a bad day or, you know, I'm experiencing something fucked up or negative thoughts, feelings, I am conscious to tell myself, you do not let this fucking linger. And at most, you don't let this carry over until tomorrow. That shit ends when, you hit the, when your head hits the pillow. Worst case scenario. Most of the time, I'm able to figure my, figure my shit out before I even hit the pillow for the night. Every once in a while, I'm not. But I tell myself, yo, when you wake up tomorrow, clean fucking slate, this shit's behind you Don't let this fuck up your rhythm. Don't let this fuck up your momentum. You wanted it, right? You wanted to, you want these, these big things, right? You have these big goals, these big aspirations. That's fine. But if you're going to let this thing hang over your fucking head, you ain't going to get to those goals any sooner. It's on you to fucking nut the fuck up and deal with your shit and get to fuck to work. So thrive on that, thrive on that internal competition. If anything, if you don't have that, that team oriented, you know, competition where it's all meant for the right thing, we're all working for the same cause. If you don't have, if you know, if you don't have that in your life, that's, that's okay. You always got yourself because when push comes to shove, we can always count on ourselves no matter what. There's only one person in this world that you can always rely on. And that's you, whether you like it or not, whether you like who you are or not. You can always rely on you, man. It's you know just kind of rewinding the tape here and kind of buttoning this all up. It's just my favorite week of 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 these classes is that evaluation week and that evaluation portion of our class, man, where we fucking show these guys. We compare numbers to their their tryout eight weeks prior to what they're doing now physically and. Their minds are fucking blown when I read these numbers off to them and they, they come to this comprehension of how much they have physically improved in eight short weeks and their jaws are like, are like, what the, f- what I, I, I did, I did that. And it's like, yeah, you did that. You did it. Not me, not your classmates not your other trainers. You did it. You showed up. You did what was asked of you. You pushed yourself physically and mentally. You didn't quit. You strive for more and you fucking did it. And when they see that big difference, when they see the actual numbers and they actually cross this initial finish line and they, they get their jersey And they're now a part of something special. That's what ignites the flame for them to fucking keep going to the next step, to the next step. It's up to them to keep that flame going. I can only do so much, but it's a good fucking kickoff for them. And that it's as simple as that. You guys, yes, this is in a physical sense, but They were diligent enough to work as hard as they possibly could for six straight weeks. And the physical changes in their bodies and in their minds are very, very prevalent. And now they're prevalent to them. And that could be for any of you guys, any of you who actually can develop a sense of discipline, if anything, to get you where you want to be. Like Jocko says, discipline equals freedom and he's 100% fucking right. Fuck the motivation. That's fleeting. Get yourself disciplined. Do the shit that's uncomfortable. Like the hard way shit like we talked about. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Take the fucking challenge. Take the leap because when you do the hard shit, the rest of it is all fucking gravy, baby. You already took care of business. You already took the fucking chance on yourself by doing what was rough, what was hard. What do you got to fucking lose now? Don't be afraid of the difficulties in life. Embrace them. You will be better off for it in the long run. But congratulations to the Winter 2021 uh, beginners group at the Arizona Pro Wrestling Training Center. I'm super proud of you guys for what you've done. Um, And I'm excited for what you guys will do. Because that group fucking crushed it physically. And now they got a little chip on their shoulder. Now they're ready to fucking rock and roll, baby. And that's how it's done. So hopefully that little story there uh, filled you in and, you know, gave you a little something something to put in your fucking gas tank this week to get shit done yourself it's it's all about what we we put in so do the fucking work don't worry about the outside factors worry about you and use yourself to push yourself to get you where you want to be so all right you guys that's going to do it for this week i appreciate you listening as always and i appreciate the support of the show again please go ahead and follow us on instagram at knucklehead podcast myself at don vitali screenshot the episode, share it, help spread the word. If you got something out of today's episode that was fucking hammered home to you and meant something to you, or you figure, hey, you know what? One of my homies needs to hear that. Share it with them and say, you gotta check this out. This could help you immensely. Let's build that community of winners like we're talking about. Uh, If you wanna work one-on-one with me in a coaching capacity, we're doing some fucking awesome things right now with our clients and um, I'm opening it up to a few more. So check that out at domvitale.com slash coaching, or you can hit me up uh, a direct message and ask if I can help you out. We'll see if we're a good fit and we'll see if I got something that can get you to the next level as well. Um, Anyone interested in some wrestling uh, chatter, you can sign up for our Patreon. That's at patreon.com slash nothing to prove five bucks a month, gets you all the inside scoop on pro wrestling. My thoughts on anything and everything as candid as can possibly be controversial is not a fucking harsh enough word for the way I speak about that stuff these days. Uh, But that's it for this week, guys. Thank you again so much. Hope you all have a killer fucking week and we will see you next Monday. Have a great one, everybody. And remember, no shortcuts, no excuses, just results.